This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. It's an absolute pleasure every single time I get to talk to this young lady. I don't know if you remember this, Megan, but it was, I think, 2005 when you first had me on your show. Hurricane um, Katrina just happened, and I just moved from television news to, to talk radio in San Antonio. And you had me on the show, and I was a big fan ever since. I love that you were a journalist that still could host the show and still interview people, yet you were telling the truth. By the way, it's Megan Kelly, if I haven't mentioned that yet. Megan, how are you? Good to see you. I, I'm good. What I remember about you, Joe Pags, is the first couple times I heard you speak, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> an amazing voice, as Thank smooth as, as silk, and never messes up his words. Like There are very few people like that in media. I, I was in. I'm under pressure now because I'm going to screw up some words because of that that lofty. Uh, um, uh, thank you for saying that. Um, uh, thank you for being such a good friend. Thank you for telling the truth. Thank you for bringing your show to social media. I want to get into all the stuff everybody's talking about, but let me start here. You're at a million subscribers now on YouTube. Congratulations. That's amazing. Thank you. When you went from Fox and took a real chance and went to NBC and then took a real chance and took some time off and went away. When you came back to social, were you apprehensive? Were you afraid nobody's going to want to hear what I have to say anymore? Very much so. And I remember talking about it with my therapist saying, what if nobody listens? And he said, well, I'll listen and Doug will listen. So you'll have two. I was like, you know what? That's fine. You know, like I'll, I'll rebuild and maybe people will find me. Maybe the second week I'll have nine and we'll go from there. So it is rewarding to see the show starting to really catch on and, and it's doing very well on, on YouTube and the podcast is getting tons of downloads too. And like last week we were number two in all of news commentary. It was beaten only by the daily, which has like 12 million, million subscribers yeah. and number five in all podcasts of any kind. So that's very rewarding. And what I like about it, Joe, is it's like, I found my audience again and they found me. Yes. And I feel like I'm kind of in a different place than I was. I think this is the first time I've been able to be my full real self. And I am kind of relieved that when I'm able to be my full real self, I'm in like sort of the best place mentally that I've been in for years. I mean, you know, when I was just about to leave Fox and that year plus at NBC, I was in a dark place, my friend. Yeah. And I think people could sort of sense it in one way, shape, or form. It's just a lot of, sh you know, just a lot of stuff going on. And I wasn't seeing my kids, and I was on all these things. And now things are really swimming for me personally and professionally. So it's it's a great time to reconnect. I've had your husband on, Doug Brod. He's he's great. Uh, he wrote a book. I probably had him on, I don't know, eight or nine years ago, whenever the first book came out. And he's just a great guy as well. I love seeing your family photos and, and whatever you post over on Instagram. But the show in and of itself, you said something that jumped out at me. You're able to be your full, real self. And that includes potty mouth. Hello? That includes, you know what I mean? It, it, you're dropping bombs. And, 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 I, and I, I'm intrigued by it. I want to be able to do it. But you and I sort of cut our way in this business the same way. The first time you did it, did you get that thing in your stomach? Where you, what, what did I just say? Because, mm -hmm. Megan, in 1991, I was running a board in Marco Island, Florida, for a high school football game and accidentally had it in program instead of audition and said the S word. And I thought my <laughs> career was over. 
All right. Oh, so, 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 do you still get that pang in your stomach where I got a microphone on or I got a microphone in front of me? I probably mm-hmm. shouldn't have said that. Or do you feel like I'm just going to say what I want to say now? I, I'm closer to the latter now. Okay. Um, I do have a potty mouth in my real life. Me and too. I have pretty much my entire adulthood. I was the law did it to me, Joe Pags. It was the law. <laughs> Lawyers have terrible mouths. Yes. And it's just part of telling your war stories and so on and feeling feeling like cooler than you are. Right. So that's when I got it and I never lost it. And so all those years on the air at Fox and elsewhere, I really did have to fight. Like it almost came out a lot of times because it's what it is what's natural to me. Right. Well on, <laughs> and, Fox, um, on Fox you could have done it, right? Because it's just no. cable. Or is it over the air as well somewhere? No, at least not then. Nobody okay. was swearing on All TV. Right. The closest I ever came was I was I screwed up the intro the introduction to a well-known presidential candidate and called him Mike. F- <laughs> well, that could be a problem, and I'll have to bleep that out. But that's okay. <laughs> and, and we love Mike. He's a, he's like the nicest guy too, you know. <laughs> but anyway, now it, it's like my full natural self, and I'm Good. sort of past it. The only thing is, my mom really doesn't like the F word. Yeah. So I try not to say that one unless it's truly like it's just the only word available to me. And there right. are situations where it must be used. What's interesting about it is I think that you've engendered even more compassion from people who watch and listen because now you're more like them. Not that you, Megan, you've never, not to me, and you didn't know who the hell I was, not to anybody else that I've seen, you've never put yourself above anybody, but people assume that you were, you were a huge star and still are, huge star on network television every night, then you moved over to the morning television, and people are like, well, she's in a different realm, and she lives that way. But this shows me that you are that person that can roll your sleeves up and say, no, let's break this down. You're not really a woman. You're a man. Uh, We're not going to drink Bud Light because you're an idiot. Or or Tucker didn't do anything wrong. Here's why. And then you can really say it in words and terms that I think everybody in everyday life will say and do. And I don't think you did it for that reason, but we do now kind of see who you really are, which is great. That's true. But I would also say that it wasn't. Like, I wasn't exactly this person when I was in the primetime okay. at Fox and you just didn't get to see it. I was different then. I, I was going through a lot. It's a very embattled position. It's not a nice way to live your life. You know, you're constantly under attack. In my case, for the past couple of years, my my last couple of years at Fox, under attack inside the building and outside the building because I didn't back Roger Ailes and the whole thing. Right. And I, you know, a lot of people turned on me when, when I didn't. And then I asked Trump that question. He turned on me. So a lot of the internal fans at the building turned on me. Right. And it was just constant, constant negativity and battles internally and externally. Meanwhile, I wasn't seeing my very, very young kids. When I left Fox, my kids were seven, five and three. So I was unhappy, Joe. I mean, I was just, you know, I was doing my best to do my job professionally and not think about myself when I went out there on the air. But I just wasn't happy. So it's hard. Like, I think what some people may have perceived as like, oh, she thinks she's better than people or whatever they thought was really just me trying to like keep it together while I did my job. And at NBC, you can times that by a thousand. Right. So then those that year plus I took off after that job, NBC was very important to me. You know, I sort of got to take a breath, remember what was important. Remember, like none of that defines me. Who am I really? Who do I love? What matters to me? And it was, so it was kind of good to start the podcast just slowly, you know, like yeah. we just did audio only. We didn't do any visual. We, it was, wasn't a big partnership with Sirius or anything like that. That was real. It was kind of pure. And that's how I feel the show is to this day, only even more so. You know, it's just nobody can cancel me. I can be my real self. Right. If people like the product. They can watch and listen. If they don't, they won't. 
I don't know. I just I'm so grateful not to have to answer to any of these absolute jerks right. who run these massive media companies anymore. She, she's on Sirius XM um, channel 111 every weekday at noon Eastern time. Also follow her everywhere. Megan Kelly and it's M-E-G-Y-N. Megan, I don't know why they still put the A or the E in there instead of a Y. Uh, but but every single time I go, oh, I love People Megan and it's spelled wrong. Uh, it's M-E-G-Y-N. Go and follow her. Yes. Thank you for letting us in because as we watched you every night on Fox or tried to watch in the morning, I don't get up in the morning so I didn't see you much there. But um, as we watched you on Fox, you had this very stoic face and this this demeanor. Looking back on it, and I don't think that you could have legally, but looking back on it, should you would you have rather let us in a little bit on what you were going through? Because if we knew, we would have, no. I think, had the compassion for you. No. What was I going to do? Go out there and be like, oh, you know, Sean Hannity is doing the following things. Like, no, that that would not have served me well. Right. And the, the relationships were complicated too, you know, like I definitely had some dust ups with Sean, but I also had a lot of really nice experiences with him. And so no one, you know, side story on how so-and-so is being a real jerk right now right. could really capture or would be fair to the person, you know, it's like people get mad at each other, especially when politics are at play and they're talking about a presidential race. So you have to be more generous to people than that in your public commentary, but in my private life, it was a different story. Right. And it was, you know, it was everywhere. And there wasn't like that one thing that I feel really good about that where I can go retreat to it because the one thing that was that case was my family. And I never saw them, right. never saw them. They were at the point where they were home only in the hours that I was on the air. And I remember saying to Rupert Murdoch at one point, he was like, are you seeing your family? And I was like, well, kind of only on the weekends and not at all. And he was like, oh, great, great, perfect. <laughs> like, mm, it's it worked for him. No, no, that worked for him. I so, so your kids asked the right person for advice on right. this. <laughs> your kids knew mom on TV, which is not the yeah. way that you want, want somebody to come up. And again, I'm not on your realm, probably never will be, but I was on television for a very long time and my kids watched me at six and 11 and they're oh, there's dad. That's dad on TV. Um, so I get where you're coming from. It was a very different situation inside Fox and I won't get into it now. And you're going to, you and I can talk about it off the air at some point. Lori Loon, is who first booked me on Fox, and you know where that story can go from there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, um, uh, it's Megan Kelly. Go and listen to her every day. Watch her every day. Go to her podcast. Go to YouTube. She's over a million followers there now, subscribers there now. And God bless you. I hope you get 10 million soon because you deserve it. I want to get into the Fox contracts if I can. Sure. They may be very different now than when you were on Fox. I get the feeling with Tucker Carlson because you let something out of the bag the other day, and you said this before anybody, that he is not fired from Fox. Mm -hmm. He still works at Fox. But I would assume that somebody who's as big as him, as big as you, um, would have the right in your contract to say, yeah, but if you don't use me as a talk show host, um, then you don't get to keep me. Is that not part of the contract on television like that? I don't know. Uh, I can't speak to that. But generally, the way it works is pay or play. And right. if they don't use you, your only comfort and consolation as the talent is they still have to pay you. But most of these contracts have no obligation to actually put you on the air. Really? The standard Fox contract definitely does not have an obligation to put you on the air, none, nor does the NBC. And that's by design because let's say they put you out there and you stink up the joint, yeah. and your ratings are in the toilet, they don't want to have to keep using you there. So they would never agree that you know, they have to play you in that spot or else. They, the best they can offer you is if we pull you, we'll, we'll still pay you. And so that's kind of what happened to Tucker, though we all know that's not the real full story. Right. So he, they've got him right now, Joe, because they canceled his show. They pulled him off the air. They continue to pay him. And so they either want him to breach. They want to bait him into breaching so that they don't have to pay him the remainder of the money that's owed. They can say, you breached. It's done. Bye. And there will still be a non-compete, even if he breached. 
Um, or they just want him to sit quietly for the next year and a half, stay off the playing field during these huge news events we're going to have politically and dampen his influence while they try to win back the viewers at 8 p.m. It literally would take him out of the mix for the for the presidential election. Do you think that's the reason? Because listen, oh, I'm, the, the, I'm sure the, it's the, a big reason. The, the guy Matt Gertz over at Media Matters, and I agree with Tucker, you know, F them. Um, but he keeps on releasing these videos that A, make us feel Tucker's more like a normal person, and B, he thinks it's going to somehow sully Tucker Carlson. Um, but but the whole idea behind sullying him, making him look bad, um, look at the behind the scenes, he, was, he called somebody yummy that he'd never even seen before. Um, oh, look, he saw somebody beating up an Antifa guy, and by the end of it, he makes a, a human or a humane comment about the Antifa guy probably has somebody who loves them. It doesn't make the guy look bad. Is Fox releasing this stuff? Is Matt Gertz somehow getting it? Is it this Briganti woman that I've heard you oh, talk yeah. about? Who's doing this? To me, it's very obvious that it's Irina and Fox. Um, that's that's my opinion. I do you think it's hurting him? Prove it. Do you think it's hurting no? Him? It's helping him. Yeah. It's helping him. I hear from his fans every day. A lot of them are my fans too, and they write to me on YouTube, and I see the comments. No, if anything, it's making them fall more in love with Tucker. <laughs> it humanizes him, and it shows you he's the same man off the air as he is on the air. He's not some split personality like a lot of these news actors. Right. Um, so that's how dumb they are. They don't even understand the audience. They don't even know what they're dealing with. Uh, this, if this is the best they've got against Tucker, that you know they've lost their fastball because this stuff isn't going to alienate Tucker from his audience. If only thing, they're more determined than ever to support the guy, as the boycott numbers at 8 p.m. clearly show. Right. They've hemorrhaged away their audience. They have lost two thirds of their audience at 8 p.m. I mean, two thirds. That that is an existential crisis at their most important time slot, because that's the beginning of prime time. Seven is considered early prime. Right. Eight is the beginning of prime. Eight, nine, ten is what they consider prime, and all the hours are being hurt as a result. Hannity too is down something like thirty, forty percent. I think right. it's forty percent. Um, Ingram's down some twenty or thirty percent. Gutfeld's taking a hit. Jesse Waters, the lead into the APM, is taking a hit. The whole channel in the prime time, which is what pays the bills, is being punished. So their strategy is failing. And the point of releasing these videos, let's, if you really had some gold on the guy, maybe, but what they have here is not gold. It, right. It's actually just kind of amusing and kind of entertaining and makes you like Tucker a bit more if you're already his fan. It's Megan Kelly. Go follow her everywhere. M-E-G-Y-N Kelly. She's got an incredible show, channel 111 on Sirius XM every weekday at uh, noon Eastern time. It just got done doing it and jumped on with me. Thank you so much for doing that. Um, when it comes to, to Fox and making the move with Tucker, do you think they realize we're going to lose half a billion dollars in, in value no. immediately? No. For a $20 million investment per year, they actually gave up $650 million the first day. In, in value to the company and to the end of what you just said, if they've got him locked up for the next year and a half, they're happy to pay him $30 million just to keep him off another network. Yes. And let me tell you something. If I were Tucker, I would breach. I, I would breach. I would say, I don't want my $30 million Bye, because he will have that plus more waiting for him in the independent lane. A guy on my show, Patrick bet David, who owns Valuetainment right. uh, Media, and he's a big insurance guy. Yeah. Uh, but he's got 4 million followers on YouTube. He's a huge personality. He offered Tucker a $100 million deal on my show two <laughs> days ago over a five-year period with all of these extra perks. That's just like off the top of his head. Right. That's just one. And he's had a lot of other offers, and he could eschew all of them and just plug in the podcast box and the YouTube camera and do what I'm doing yeah. and crush it. He doesn't need all that money, but let's say he, he should just breach. They'll try to sue him. 
They'll try to say you can't work for another company. And I think the rest of us would really enjoy watching that legal fight play out. Okay, so you fired him. He told you you could keep all the money. Right. He just wants to go and find another job. And now you want to tell your audience up and down the channel that you will take him to court to make sure no one gets to listen to him. No one. If you can't have him, no one can. And you didn't want him. Let's see how that helps them with those primetime numbers. I think you nailed it. I got to be honest. I think you nailed it. I know, I know you've got a wrap, but I want to show people the shirt that you're wearing. It says female. I was not confused. The real thing. It's <laughs> female. The real thing. If so, yeah. so if you tell me tomorrow, call you he, just stop <laughs> it. You, you know what I mean? Well, well, Megan, I know, I know you've got to go, but I, I'd be an idiot to not bring up Dylan Mulvaney. Maybe give me a minute on this. We see that men are beating women in bicycling, weightlifting, swimming, name it, rugby. It doesn't matter what it is. They're killing the women in all of these competitive sports. But light is what it took. Really? That woke up America to, the, to this problem and, and got us all like marching to the same tune? Bud Light? Really? That was one of the things. Uh, I would definitely say Leah Thomas swimming in that pool was another aha moment for most Americans. We're like, what? It's one thing to sort of be compassionate and be kind. People are suffering. And then it's another to see the gross unfairness of what these people are doing. And I do think the Riley Gaines moment was an inflection point. I mean, when she was getting beaten down by those trans activists out at the San Francisco University, it was absolutely horrifying. For me, that was a before and after moment. It's time to fight. I'm, I don't care about their feelings anymore. What? Who are we fighting with? For the most part, these are biological men. Yes. Biological men who insist on coming into our sports and our private spaces and taking over, then calling us bigots if we object. Call me whatever you want. Just get out. Get nice. out. You have your own space. And if you don't feel comfortable in the male locker room or the male track meet or the male swimming lane, that's not my problem. If we really want to be this inclusive, compassionate society, we can work on building a third lane for these people, a third sports league, a third kind of bathroom, a third locker room. But the solution in the interim is not the women always lose. And that's what's going to keep happening unless we find our chutzpah and start speaking out by saying, we are real women. We are the only ones who are women. These other fakers do not belong in our private spaces. I'm sorry. You may be going through something emotionally. Not my problem. My five daughters and, and my wife, my three sisters and my mother, thank you for leading the charge on this, Megan. Thanks a million for coming on. Don't be a stranger. Let's do it again soon. And God bless you on the, on the million subscribers. Keep on building that. Thank you. Thanks, Joe. Great to see you, my right. friend. Good to see you. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Megan Kelly, always gracious with her time. I appreciate her coming on. Really enjoyed doing that interview. We got, we got to a lot. Her insight on Tucker and on Fox and all that is very, very important because she knows. Uh, also, the million subs over on YouTube is a big deal. Go follow her on YouTube if you haven't already. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. 
Another big hour coming your way next hour. Keep it here. This is the Joe Pegg Show.